The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Experience the difference. Unity Online Radio. The voice of an awakening world. Empower yourself and get inspired to build the life of your dreams. Welcome to Everyday Peace with Dr. Drayvon James. Welcome to Everyday Peace with Dr. Drayvon James. I am super duper excited today to share with you our experiences as we explore the concept of living a life of peace every day. Peace defined as wholeness, completeness, nothing missing, nothing broken, totality. Can you even imagine living your entire life at peace, whole, complete, nothing missing, nothing broken, totality? My goodness, what a great space to be in. Well, I'm here to tell you that yes, it's possible. Yes, you deserve it. And yes, you can have it. We work together on this show to bring you the topics and the guests to partner with you as you create your life of peace every day. And today is no different. We have a fabulous guest lined up for you today. But before we get into that, I want to say that I hope you've been following me on social media. Instagram, YouTube, I mean, YouTube, that's social media. I am on YouTube too, but I didn't post this on there. Shame on me, I should have. Uh, So Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn. I had the privilege of being part of the Crushing Fear Summit with Audrey Meyer out of the Dominican Republic. And it is a free summit that has over 20 world-renowned coaches and speakers speaking on the topic of fear and how to crush fear. You know, fear is something, it is the underlying current to all of these emotions that we feel uh, are driving us in the opposite direction of our goals and our dreams. In fact, it is the reason that a lot of us don't transform. We're talking about transformations today on our show, but crush the Crushing Fear Summit is a, a summit that's gonna run during the month of February. It's a new speaker every day it's fabulous and here's some more fabulous news about it it's free f-r-e-e free so if you're if you or someone you know are looking at ways or interested in ways to deal with fear what i can tell you is this don't wait for fear to go away before you decide to make a change in your life right learn how to deal with fear i for one believe that fear is a commodity why? Because it's so prevalent, right? It's it's a resource, just like stress. It's a limitless resource. I got a lot of it. So what am I going to do with it? I'm going to have to learn how to use it because it's here. It showed up in my life. And that's one of the things we talk about with everyday peace is that whatever shows up in our life, the good, the bad, or the in-between, whatever shows up in our life has shown up for one reason. And that reason is to bow down and serve us as we consciously create our life of peace, the life that we want to create. So please check out my Facebook page, check out my Instagram at DrayvonJames.com. 
or Javon James, Dr. Javon James, I'm sorry. And you will find this free opportunity. It's crushing fear. If you can't find it on my Facebook page, because I kind of botched up that name there, it's at Dr. Drayvon James. You can email me directly and I will send you the link so you can join this awesome group and get all this amazing free information from these world-renowned speakers. My email address is info at drdrayvonjames.com. That's D-R-D-R-A. B as in victory, O-N, james.com i'm super excited about this project and i hope you guys will avail yourself to these wonderful uh speakers and really let's let's kick fear in the butt this year let's not stand for any mess with fear so with that in mind i am so excited to bring to you our fabulous guest today her name is fiona drake and fiona drake has a fabulous bio she is a law of attraction and manifestation expert. How about that? Her superpower is transforming female business owners and entrepreneurs, self-belief and confidence to create massive success and a bulletproof mindset to bring into form their dreams, desires, goals, and aspirations to achieve greater prosperity, abundance, fulfillment, and freedom to manifest limitless potential. Having worked in, corp in the corporate world for more than two decades in senior roles, including more recently sales and marketing director in the manufacturing sector, Fiona had a wealth of experience. Reaching her own epiphanies and vast array of personal transformations, Fiona now offers high-level one-to-one -one coaching to business owners and entrepreneurs to help them create limitless performance, skyrocket their sales, and feel amazing at the same time. She also delivers workshops on positive mindset, success, and abundance, and is a licensed workshop leader in the philosophies of the iconic Louise Hay, one of the first self-help pioneers of the movement. Fiona, welcome to Everyday Peace with Dr. Drayvon James. We are excited to have you here. Dr. Drayvon, I'm excited to be here. Thank you. Oh, my goodness. Transformations. Even the word, I mean, I like that word better than the word change, right? Because that <laughs> change is the little dirty word, right? No one wants to say, I need to change. I need to transform. And uh, I was telling my team at work today, that one of the problems with a lot of times is we bury our head in the sand and we don't want to see the things that are a little bit out of order in our lives, right? And so mm. being able to QA, quality assurance, on our own lives, sometimes we, if we do that introspection, we can see, oh my gosh, if I transform in the nice, polite way, in the affirming way, if I transform the small thing about my life, I could have it could have a rippling effect and I could end up, you know, I don't know, living the life of my dreams, maybe, right? So I am excited for you to just share with us. And I know that you have done a lot of transformation in your own life. And uh, so give, just give us a little background on, you know, how you became to be the Fiona Drake that we know today, know and love, and a little bit about your experiences, what you've transformed in your own journey. Dr. Drayvon, where do I start? I mean, these last two 
to three years have been absolutely incredible and I've been so blessed to be on this journey but again it all comes down to your own self-motivation and sometimes um, certain things aligning and the universe stepping in and giving you a few pointers and again you talked earlier didn't you about fear and transformation is about taking the inspired action to really make that change and sometimes it can be very difficult because as you know our ego wants to keep us safe doesn't it in cozy corner um but actually if we know we want to change we have to take the action and we have to face that fear of what might be um so yes i mean my story starts maybe two or three years ago you know as an a successful um director in a business I've always had an incredible life I've been very very blessed um always enjoyed the working life always had a lovely career um but I think probably about two to three years ago I did start to lose sight of balance and I think sometimes that happens when we love what we do sometimes we can really get things out of perspective and um, I started to work a lot of long hours and um, wasn't seeing friends and family and I was eating the wrong things at the wrong time and I very quickly you know it wasn't actually quickly probably steadily over the course of a good few months realized that I really couldn't sustain this sort of life anymore and I decided to make some change Um, and sometimes what happens is you can keep on going and going and going Um, but then either your body or something else will give you a little bit of a sign and that's what mine did my body gave me a little bit of a wake-up call and said you can't sustain living like this even though you're enjoying your career Um, so I had a wake-up call and then I made some changes and from making those changes I then realized the beauty of meditation and mindfulness I don't know whether you um do any meditation and mindfulness dr dravon i do i i do (laughs) i have Mm. to yeah yeah so i introduced meditation and mindfulness and i realized very quickly just what a benefit this was to me mentally spiritually physically and so much so i decided to retrain in meditation and mindfulness because i felt that if i was getting so much out of this then maybe i could share this with others and so i started to do one to one mindfulness training and workshops and things like that and i suppose that's where my journey from the corporate world moved into where i am um today and i think when you make a transformation sometimes it is um a gathering of momentum and certain things happen and before you know it you know one two three months you've realized that you've grown your skills you've retrained and you're a very very different person and so very quickly I became a very different person with a totally different outlook and realized that here I was at the age of 45 that I had to make I had to take a leap of faith and when you're in that sort of situation at that sort of age and you've got the security of um you know a good job and the salary and the company car and the pension and all of the perks some of my friends and family i think wondered what the heck i was doing when i was giving this all up i'm but sure actually, you thought you were a midlife crisis or something <laughs> yeah i mean i i just knew inside that this was something that i had to to do and if my if I'd have let my um, ego 
take over, then yes, it would have been very easy to stay where I was until for the next maybe 10 or 15 years. But actually, was I going to be really fulfilled? I realized that I had a purpose and a truth and a reason to be here. And if I was feeling like that when I, you know, a couple of years ago, when I was stressed out, I was suffering with overwhelm, I was working all those hours, I'd put on a huge amount of weight, I was eating the wrong things, I wasn't exercising, and I loved exercise. And I realized I had to to to, to make that change and and take that leap of faith. And it was so vital for me. And I realized that if I was feeling like that, then maybe there was a heck of a lot of women out there in the same boat feeling the same way. And if I could help them, then that was what I wanted to do. You know, it's so interesting. You've said a lot of interesting things in, in that explanation. And thank you. But that was the same reason. <laughs> I felt like my heart just jumped a little bit when he said that was the same reason that I wrote my book freedom is your birthright I was in a going through a really hard time in my life and I was using the practices that I had um, developed through years and years of studying everyday peace and to to really bring myself along I had a 20-year marriage that had um, just cracked in you know ridiculously mm-hmm. and uh, had health that diagnosed with a serious health disorder and lost my job all within the same year. And uh, I started using these practices and I thought one day that I was really amazed that I was still making it. And I thought, well, this is really happening to me. I wonder if what I'm doing would help someone else. So I know that when you come at your journey from that place, that authentic place of wanting to be a service to someone else because you realize that gosh, uh, I don't want anyone else to not have a solution that could be, you know, that could help them. And so I, I really appreciate that. That resonates with me so much is being, seeing that, you know, I'm in this too, and, and this is what I'm doing. You know, we used to talk about, you know, teaching the meditation because it was helping you and you thought, well, this is helping me. Mm. And how yeah. about I try to help somebody else with this as well? It's so true. And I think out of struggle can come triumph, can't it? And out of our struggle, actually, we can realize what our purpose is. And I um, have established that I was at that time in my life when I was ready to do this. And often people say to me, don't you wish you'd gone and done this five years ago, 10 years ago? And I say no, because I wouldn't have had the experience or the wisdom that I have now to be able to give even more to my clients and contacts to show them a different way. So actually everything happened in divine timing. And I know, and you probably know the same same thing, when you force things and try and push a door that isn't opening, it's not going to work. And so, you know, there were times that I maybe could have left the corporate world a little bit earlier and jumped earlier, but it wasn't happening like that. And the universe kept coming along and giving me these little um, things from left of field to deal with. But actually, as it happened, it was the exact right timing when I decided to take, take the leap. And I just knew inside 
deep inside, I had faith and belief that this was absolutely my path. And so when people say to me, what did you feel like when you stepped away? Did you have these huge pangs of anxiety? And um, and I actually didn't. I was so aligned with it. It was absolutely the right thing to do. And I felt so in alignment with that. And that was a really beautiful thing to experience, actually. You know, and, and I love that you're saying that and that was your experience, but there are a lot of people who have, who burned the candle at both ends, so to speak. They they have a, a profession that they are passionate about and that, uh, and, but then they have a passion that burns in them, something that they want to do. And I talk to women and men a lot of times who say, you know, I, I really am waiting for the right time to leave the, the corporate America at first, because, you know, it has all these golden handcuffs, you know, the steady paycheck. And they're like, I don't know what mm-hmm. I'm going to do because, you know, you can have a steady paycheck. But it seems sometimes for some people that it's never enough money for you to get far enough ahead. Uh, like Dave Ramsey, I don't know if you follow him. He talks, he's a financial guru. And he talks a lot about having, you know, this six to eight months in savings and all of this other stuff. I'm just if you're not leaving your corporate job and you think when you're leaving your corporate job to make that type of transformation, what's the nest egg got to look like? Because, you know, people are concerned that, well, I'm going to have this lull in income until I can build up a steady stream. But what I hear you saying is that you didn't have to worry about that. You just felt like it was the time and you were able to just step out courageously. I did. I also think there's an element here of practicality. Um, so you have to have some form of practicality, whether that's savings or whether that's something else to, to, to have as a foundation, but ultimately, um, yes, it was still a leap of faith, even with some practical things in place. But, um, you know, I can, I can absolutely empathize with people who are in that situation, but actually when is the right time? Sometimes the right time is now. And I think going back to meditation and mindfulness, we have this monkey mind, don't we, going on all of the time. And there's so much chatter that often we can't hear our own inner wisdom and the whispers that are trying to come out to us and our own insights. And that's where the beauty of meditation and mindfulness comes in, because all of the answers that we ever need are within us if we can listen Absolutely. and if we are able to hear Yes. Oh, I'm so glad that you said that because it's a constant reminder to myself, but to many people that, you know, it's so funny that you said that, Fiona, because I was in my car this weekend and I don't know if you remember the song, The Answers My Friend Are Blowing in the Wind. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, don't, I don't remember the exact title, but I, that, that song lyric just popped in my head as I was driving in my car and I thought, Oh, only if the wind is between your ears or inside of your heart, because every for every question that we have, literally every question that we have, the answer is inside of us. And it's only for us to enter the stillness for us to realize that the answer is there. There are things, of course, externally, like this interview with Fiona Drake and just the conversation of transformation. There are people who can, in conversations and in circumstances, that can rattle your cage a little bit so that you wake up and realize that, oh, yeah, I did feel that inside of me. So it's going to resonate with you at a certain energy. But that the answer literally is inside of you. It's been placed there. 
And you're right, I agree with you that this um, getting into the stillness and the silence, calming down that monkey mind, I love that phrase, mm. right? And uh, letting, your, letting your mind rest, because I honestly believe and know that a mind that is wandering about here and there and frantically is not looking for more stuff to focus on. It's looking for a place to settle down, to rest for a moment. And it's like that two-year-old who needs a nap, right? And it's running around like the Energizer Bunny. And it really is looking for someone to say, come here, place your head right here and rub your back. And so we have to do that with our mind. And getting to, in, into a regular routine of meditation helps your mind to do that, helps your mind to settle so that you can hear and know I know when is the right season because something you said a few minutes ago is that you could have left corporate America a long time ago, but mm. you left at the time that was ordained, the divine timing for you at that time. Absolutely, that, yes. And I think another yeah. thing as well is is learning to work out your own intuition and where you feel it and where. So yes, the meditation mindfulness is one thing and being still, but then it's also getting that connection with you to establish how to tune in to your intuition, to know when something feels right, to know when fear is fear because you're stepping out of your comfort zone and that's where the magic is happening, to fear, which is I shouldn't be doing this. And there are two distinct differences, aren't there, between the two and only if we are connected to ourselves can we know which of the fear it is that we're experiencing? Oh, that's a very good point. Let's talk about that for a minute. So how to tune into your own intuition. Now, can you offer our audiences any practical ways to do that? Because I'm sure that is the question of the ages for people, right? They, they're not really sure if you haven't practiced. I know for me, it, it still takes you know, practice, practice, practice. I had to move out of my head space, but can you offer any tactics or uh, that you use with your clients in order for them to move from this um, into this place where they're tuned in to themselves? I think there's there's lots of different tools that you can use, um, and it, again, it's sort of feeling into your body and trying to connect physically with your body as to where you feel things. So certain people feel things maybe in their solar plexus or they may feel flutters in their heart. Journaling may help with um, finding some of the answers and um, working with your intuition that way. There are, there are lots and lots of different tools that you can find your own that works with you. Um, and sometimes for me, it's journaling. Sometimes it's just a feeling physically in the body. And I know when something happens. Um, for me, I also, before I know it, I've taken the action and that was my instinct. It's just happened. And I know that is the right thing to do. Right. And I love that feeling into the body because I got to tell you for years, I would hear people say that feeling into the body and, and I was living at that time that you're talking many, many years ago in my head more than in my body, which is, you know, something that I guess came to planet earth with living in my headspace. I really had to work to move into my body and get feelings. So one thing I read many years ago about doing body scans, and I would encourage people, if you don't do body scans, to really get in the practice of doing them. I do them in my practice with Everyday Peace. And there's, you know, 
so many different ways to do them, but I was part of a tour one time and I was really uh, a woman on the stage. She did a body scan with the audience, which was really amazing. And just sitting still with your eyes closed and then just concentrating on your feet that are, you know, you could have shoes on, you could be barefoot in the dirt, doesn't matter, but just concentrating on your feet and the energy they are seeing, but energy you feel around your feet and then slowly taking your concentration up to your ankles and then your calves and so on until you get to the crown of your head and just checking out the energy. And at first, if you've never done anything like that, you're like, well, what am I supposed to be noticing? But you just sit in the silence and if you don't notice anything, that's wonderful. But you continue the practice and then one day you sit there and you realize, oh, gosh, I realized that you know I'm feeling a little something in my in my stomach area, right? Because we just have so many nerve endings in the stomach area. And in that, you know, that gut response is really something there. And you just don't try to figure it out. You just become aware of it. And mm. the body does the rest. It's so amazing what awareness does. Wouldn't you agree? So true. And for anybody who's worrying about that, it's just like going to the gym. The more you do it, the easier it gets. It just takes practice, 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 but stick with it because the yeah. results and the benefits are huge, aren't they? Yeah, that's really true. It takes practice and you're worth it. You know, I used to, there's a phrase, you probably hear this a lot. I know we hear it a lot in the coaching world is that you got to do the work. And I got to tell you, I used to really not enjoy hearing that phrase because I've been working from just an early age in my life and my work has always been very, very hard and laborious. I've been a pharmacist for 30 years and I, I can never really remember working less than a 12 hour day a month. So I was like, I can't do any more work. But so when people would say, oh, you, Trayvon, you got to do the work. I now realize after, you know, getting in there and practicing it, it is the most rewarding work that you will ever do. You will ever do. It's not work like strenuous. It really is. I wish people would say you got to do the self-love. You got to do the love because it is loving yourself. Can you imagine if someone loved you enough just to want to know, oh, how are you feeling from the, you know, from the soles of your feet to the crown of your head? How are you feeling? And really was patient enough to listen. Right? That's what you're giving yourself. You're giving yourself that type of attention. And we're going to come back after this break with Fiona Drake talking about transformations, how to do what we say we want to do with our lives. More after this commercial break. We are spiritual beings having a human experience. Welcome to Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Create and build the life of your dreams. Welcome back to Everyday Peace with Dr. Drayvon James. Welcome back. We are here today with Fiona Drake. She is a coach and a manifestation law of attraction expert. Expert, you guys. And I know that the phrase law of attraction piques our interest because we all know that uh, we have some 
for lack of a better term, superpowers. And one of them is to use our mind and our tongue to manifest and create our physical world. We do it all the time. We couldn't stop if we wanted to. Now, here is the deal, though. We're trying to figure out how to do it consciously, how to create the things that we want to show up. So we are so fortunate today to have an expert in the law of attraction. And so we're going to spend... Uh, next part of our show, really focusing on that, because when you're saying that you want transformation, whether it's in your health to transform something about your current health situation, transforming something about your love life or other relationships or, or even your finances, that means you want to attract into your space that which you, your physical eyes don't see at this time. So transformation is closely connected, if not, uh, the same as law of attraction. So tell us a little bit about how you became acquainted with the law of attraction, what you've done with it, and how you can help others to work with the law of attraction. Well, I just love the law of attraction. Um, and I've been working with it for a long, long time. And I remember in 2009, I was gifted the book, The Secret. And The Secret was obviously the publication that came out in 2006, which created a hype about the law of attraction. And people wanted to know a lot more about it. And so when I was gifted this book in 2009, I read it with interest. And then I was looking at it and reading it. And I thought, I've been doing this all of my life, but didn't even realize it was a thing. So I decided then to hone my skills even more and learn more about it and started to work with it. And like you said, um, Dr. Dravon, we are constantly manifesting. Now, sometimes people don't understand the word manifest and it ultimately means to bring something into form. So something in our imagination or in our head and creating it into form. But every thought that we think is essentially an affirmation. It is essentially a manifestation. And so one of the first things that I would invite listeners to do is really start to become aware of their thoughts, because that consciousness of our thoughts is where it really starts because if we're on autopilot all day and we're constantly saying things like I'm going to be late I've got a million emails life's really tough everyone wants a piece of me I can't stick to this diet um I feel really ill today all of these things are essentially what we're putting out there and ultimately the law of attraction is what we put out we get back and when we're saying certain words or um, behaving in a certain way, that's essentially what we're putting out there. And based on the theory of the law of attraction, what you're putting out, you can't help but get a an equal response back in the terms of your um, experience. So it absolutely has everything to do with transformation. Because if you want to get to a destination, whether it's picking up a weight in the gym or shedding some weight, or getting healthier, or leaving that job, or finding the relationship, it all starts with thought, it all starts in mind. And when we start to become really conscious of the thoughts that we're thinking, that's when we could we could become a master, because that's what we're actually pushing out. Now, a lot of people try working with the law of attraction and say that it doesn't work for them. And we've heard the phrase, ask, believe, receive. So people ask for what they're wanting. They believe it's going to come and then it doesn't get received. But there are various steps within that that we need to look at. 
And it all comes down to vibration. So if we are saying something, but internally we're not aligned with that, the vibration or the feeling that we're giving out is not in alignment. Therefore, we're going to be sending out mixed messages to the universe and not just the universe, scientifically to our subconscious as well. So we have to make sure that the feeling is aligned with the thoughts or the statements, the words that we're saying. So that's the biggest tip that I can give to uh, people wanting to work with the law of attraction is really become very conscious of what it is you're saying. And if you find yourself thinking or saying an unhelpful statement or thought, then stop what you're doing, take a breath and replace it with something that is actually helpful and in the direction of where you want to go. Yeah, I love that. I absolutely love that. And I just want to say really quickly that we were talking, you were saying the feeling has to be aligned with your belief. And I can remember, of course, I love the law of attraction and use it in my own life. But I remember many years ago reading a book and it really helped me with uh, the law of attraction. I, I love the secret, but it was even before the secret that I read this book. And it was talking about bringing something from the un unseen into the scene, into your world, something that you want to bring into your world. And uh, and you, it is we the world in the universe moves and resonates at an energy. And so if your energy, we're saying the same thing, if, if you're vibrating at a different energy than the thing that you want, you can't bring that thing forth in your life as easily. So sometimes we have to baby step ourselves. So if you're looking for something massive, start by start improving your belief by starting with a small thing. You know, you know, for the universe, it doesn't matter. It takes the same amount of energy to manifest a penny as it does a million dollars. It's just the same. But for maybe for where you may be in this particular place in your life, you'll have to begin your manifestation, your law of attraction practice at the level of your belief. So don't try to start at the at the absolute summit of your desire start smaller where you can believe and say, oh, that's possible believe for that in that area let that happen and then you'll realize oh my gosh and you'll make a believer of yourself that you were able to resonate at this particular energy vibrationally with the thing that you wanted and so i i, I agree with that people don't see success because they'll say you know oh yeah i want to I, I want a billion dollars and they don't even believe that. They don't believe it's possible. But if you say, okay, I want to manifest 100 bucks. And they're like, oh, yeah. Well, that wasn't hard. Or, or I want to manifest a certain parking spot. And I remember reading all that. That's kind of the examples the guy used in the book. I wish I could remember the name of the book. But so really work towards um, having your, the thing that you want to manifest be within believability range for you wherever you are there's no right or wrong to that so we're talking about um the, your thoughts manifesting and living a life on autopilot we do that don't we i gotta tell you this quick story i was at work today you guys know i work in a hospital and i lead this team in a hospital and we use passwords for everything mm -hmm. if you can imagine and i did not realize that i don't even think when i push in passport passcodes and there's a different passcode they can't duplicate so throughout this system they can't duplicate you got to use a different one each time i pushed I, there's like my fingers on autopilot well my passcode didn't work 
And I realized that when I had to truly engage myself, I was like, what the heck is this password? That's how much I was on autopilot. And it immediately, it resonated with me to do a quick scan. Are there any other parts of my life thus far? It's not even eight o'clock in the morning. And I'm, I've already slipped into this lull of autopilot. And so I had to shake myself awake and say, no, I want you to do your, your, do your day consciously. Be in the now, in this moment. And this is where we want to manifest. So I, that's just a little tip I want to give people is to, to really, really um, check and see where you are, that you're not on autopilot, because we can quickly, quickly slip into that, right? So totally. And our subconscious runs the show, doesn't it, ultimately? And if our subconscious yeah. is not helpful yes. to us, then having that conscious awareness of our thoughts and being able to up-level them is the way to go. And actually, like you said, starting small is a good thing because it shows then that you can do it and then it creates a level of belief within your subconscious that you can go and do this. But even if you have got something bigger that you want to um, manifest in your life, yes, where you are now to where you want to be might be a huge gap. And that can that's when our what we're saying isn't in alignment with what we're feeling because internally we're thinking, well, I want to be over there, but I'm over here and the gap's huge. So what you can do, for example, say just, let's just use a car. Uh, And I'm going to use something material, but ultimately for me, the law of attraction is all about generating joy, peace, love, tranquility, happiness into our life. That is the fundamental point of the law of attraction for me. But because people associate it with material things I'll use this example now quickly if you're wanting to uh, have some particular model of car for example will you start to get nearer to it take steps towards it so find some pictures of it maybe go to a dealership take a photograph of it with you sitting it sitting in the in the driver's um, chair go for a spin with it find a friend of a friend who's got one and borrow it for the weekend stick pictures of you in that car on your vision board so what's happening is slowly but surely you're getting nearer and nearer and nearer to the possibility that you could acquire that model of car so what you're doing is you're taking a step forward you're implanting something a little bit more firm in your subconscious but to the universe you're saying right I'm taking a step nearer here to what I'm looking for and the universe based on like attracts like is going to give you something that is a step nearer to where you want to be so there's lots of things like that that you can do as well to um to try and bring something into form but really for me the law of attraction is about having doors open for you the right people come into your life at the right time the right opportunities just land on your lap It's about flow and fluidity. Yes, people think about the law of attraction and think the house, the relationship, the car, the money, but ultimately it's about getting into flow and joy and fluidity. And when you're in that, then the byproduct of living in that is the house and the car and the relationship. Yes, you're right. (laughs) Right. And I love how you said that, you know, tranquility, peace and joy, that is when you're vibrating at that space, really vibrating at that space, the world is your oyster. Mm. Right? 
If you're vibrating at the, you know, and there's nothing wrong with having a fancy car, of course not. But if you're just vibrating for the fancy car, okay, you have that and you may not have the joy and the peace and the, and the tranquility and that energy, uh, you know, you soon realize that, oh, I'm not fulfilled with this material thing. So I, I, I believe that one of the secrets <laughs> to the secret is to, for you to attract an inner, an inner state, inner awareness that elevates you to the place of joy, peace, and tranquility. And from there, everything's wrapped up in there, all of your material possessions and all that stuff that goes along with uh, having a, a life of uh, luxury, if that's what you're into, is uh, it comes can come to you in that space, just energetically being in that space. So can you tell us some things that you have used the law of attraction for to manifest in your life? There's been so many things over the years, so many subtle things, um, some much bigger things. But actually, um, I'd like to go back to last year when I was in Los Angeles in um, September last year. And obviously, I was in this incredible place and I'd never been to L.A. before. And it was such high vibe. I was with some amazing people. It was just a wonderful roller coaster of excitement. So I was already on a high vibration. And so what happened that week was just everything was in flow. And I remember being um, on the Saturday while I was there at um, in a rooftop bar uh, with some friends while I was there. And then two ladies across the way were sort of quite intrigued about um, who we were and what we were doing. And then I think they, they asked if we wanted a photograph, so they took a photograph of us. And the next thing we know, we got chatting and she was asking what we do. And I said, oh, I'm a, I'm a law of attraction manifestation coach. Well, straight away, she told me that um, Reverend Michael um, Bernard Beckwith was in um, L.A. the next morning and um, to come along. Now, wow, of all the people to have met, for somebody just sitting across the way, we had a 40-minute wait to find to have that table. Then these ladies joined us. Then they got talking to us, asked me what I did, then we found out there was this incredible opportunity to go and see the man himself um, in um, Hollywood and then went along the, the, the next day and it was incredible. And again, went to the service. It was amazing. And then outside, my friend and I said, we need a photograph outside of this beautiful theatre. So should we do a selfie? Should we do a, a photograph? And I said, oh, I'm no good at selfies. Let's ask this lady. Can you take a picture of us, please? So she took a picture and she handed me the phone back and she said, have you met Michael? I said, no. She went, turn around and go back in. And we went back in and he was there. And then there we were having pictures and hugs and conversation. So it was unbelievable. And at the same time, Dr. Drayvon, that's when I met you. Yes, yes, yes. And I, and I was quite um, the same type of experience for me. I was there doing a shoot for something and was invited to attend the uh, church service with the producers that I was shooting with and got a chance to chat and talk with uh, Michael Beckwith. And it was amazing. And again, I believe it's, you know, and of course, I, that wasn't part of my law of attraction, what I was trying to bring into my, or working to bring into my space. Uh, much like you, I, I work every day to bring into my space peace. Mm -hmm. 
to attract peace, wholeness, completeness, nothing missing, nothing broken, totality. And so I know that whatever shows up in this space, it is because it really wants to bow down and serve me and lead me to the next thing. And so I was there that it was an amazing service, wasn't it? Oh, it was truly wonderful. And I was heading back that evening and I'd been there for a week and it really put the cherry on the top of the whole week for me. It was just wonderful, absolutely wonderful. And that's what I mean about when you're operating on a high vibration and if people don't understand vibration it's basically imagine energy everything is energy this table's energy we're energy all our thoughts are energy and when we are operating on a high energy that's when we are putting out a vibration that will allow us to attract in the things that we want to experience not the things that we don't want to experience and so as I said before sort of the right people, meeting supportive people, doors opening, opportunities coming, things just happening in flow, life being easy, not as much as a struggle. And so do you agree with that, Dr. Dravon? Is that, that how you oh, would take it on it as well? I absolutely do, you know, and, and uh, really when we, when we find ourselves struggling for something, we, that's when we know we're out of alignment. Our job is to stay in flow, is to stay in flow. And just like the river of water flowing, you know, there there's things in the water. We can call them debris or, you know, there's pebbles sometimes. I like nature and ride my bike along this beautiful stream. And I, I often stop and just look there and I see tree branches and all this. But what I notice is that it doesn't impede the flow of the water. The water just flows. It doesn't stop to say, well, maybe I'm going in the wrong direction because this tree branch has fallen. It realizes that the tree branch has its journey too. Mm. Okay? And we just flow. And so one of the things that I am constantly in meditation with is to, real, to be in alignment with what my spirit needs and realize that everything that shows up on that path, not just me, but everything, when our paths cross, whether they seem to be in opposition or not, they really are supporting each other. This is what you need in this, at this point in juncture in your life. And I love how you talked about in the beginning of your journey, the transformation from your lucrative corporate career. And people ask, well, do you wish you had done this sooner? Absolutely not. Everything is in divine order, is in divine order. And when we live in that space, boy, it frees us up and it takes all of this stuff that, you know, holds us back, the blame, the guilt, the condemnation, those type of thoughts stagnate us and keep us stuck. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And do you know, sometimes we don't know why things are happening. If we're given a challenge or something comes at us and we're just not expecting it, or something's very difficult, the biggest thing to ask ourselves then is, you know, what is this trying to teach me? Is there a lesson here for me? And it may not be something that you can work out logically at that time, but maybe six months, a year, five years, you realize there was a reason why you went through that challenge or that adversity because it was to teach you a lesson. It was to show you something different. It was to move you into another path. And that 
again when when we are transforming we can we can have challenges and things that come against us and doors don't open as easily and i love the phrase that rejection is the universe's protection and if something isn't if something hasn't come to you or it's not easy or somebody has said no or the job hasn't been offered to you there's a reason why because you've dodged something because there's actually something better for you already yes, around yes. the corner I used to have a friend who used to always say, don't jump at the first thing. Always ask yourself, is this the best? And so I, I do that. But I, I was smiling when you were talking because I am one of those people who I believe in the power of self-talk and what it can do for just uh, de-stressing. And so I often will say to the universe when I get to a place where things are you know, kind of topsy-turvy in my life, I'll say, if there's something that you would like for me to know and learn from this situation, I'm going to need you to make it really plain. <laughs> and so I, you know, I ask for, I said, you know, give me something that really makes it definitive for me so that I know, and, and we're all individuals, but there are certain buttons you can push in my life. And I know, okay, that's a hard stop. Right. And those buttons may be different for other people, but we all have that inside of ourselves. And when we listen and get into the silence and really start to listen, we'll know we can feel intuitively. And I know that for some of our listeners right now, that word intuition is not the most comfortable word because there was a point in my life where I, I just didn't understand what people were saying because I was living so much from my head. And I would say, well, I don't think I have intuition. <laughs> you know, can you find that in a textbook? What's the, you know, and I was really in my head space and learning just to do those body scans and to sit and, you know, allow your, allow your, your body to start to respond and speak. And you'd be amazed at how much you already know. It's just mm -hmm. encoding. You just know it. You just know it. So we have about four minutes left. And you are a fabulous wealth of, of just knowledge. And I love your heart for service. I would love for you just to share with us where audience members can find you, how they can connect and work with you, because you are a manifestation expert. You are a coach. And you 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 live this transformation and you have a lot to offer. So how can uh, our audience members connect with you? Thank you so much. Yes, I have a website, which is fionadrake.com. I am um, on all the socials like you are. So Instagram, Fiona underscore Drake underscore coaching. I'm on Facebook as Law of Attraction Expert UK. And I am on LinkedIn as well as Fiona Drake. So uh, just like you, um, <laughs> I do my fair share <laughs> of social media. Right. We, we have to. Right? We're living in a social media era. But guys, I hope that you found something in our discussion today in realizing that one of the things that we implied, I don't know if we said it directly, but I don't want to leave the show without saying it, is that understand that everything that you desire when you desire it for the good of service, and we, I know we alluded to this in the very beginning that Fiona said her journey began because she'd found something that worked with the mindfulness and the wellness uh, in the meditation, and she wanted to share, to be of service. When your desire is for the service of others, for the service of others, you will be handsomely rewarded 
your path may not be easy, but it will be plain. You will be able to see it and feel it and know it. What you want to bring forth, there's no small, there's no, I, there's no such thing as a small gift to the universe. Whatever it is that you want to do. I, I tell this story frequently. I had, a, I was working with a woman and she wanted to bring forth a nail polish line. She's big deal now. And people would say, oh, it's just nail polish. But that, the, the colors and her passion about doing something for the beauty industry and uplifting the spirits of people with these fabulous color combinations. Because whatever it is that you want to bring forth, do not let fear internally or external naysayers sway you from your purpose. Be grounded in who you are. Know that you are enough. You have enough and you've come to give and more will be given to you, more will be given to you. So this is Everyday Peace with Dr. Drayvon James. We have been so blessed today to have Fiona with us to discuss uh, the transformation and being a law of attraction. Give us one word about law of attraction. We're, we're gonna go off really quickly, but one thing people can bring into their practice to see results from the law of attraction. Feel. Feel. Feel yeah. it as well as say it. Feel it. That's right. Get get it in your bones. Feel it. This is Dr. Drayvon James telling you that I absolutely love you. Thank you all for showing up today as Everyday Peacemakers. Same time next week. Thank you for listening to Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Hi, I'm Liz Winter and I have been a medium and a spiritual development teacher for over 30 years. On my podcast, All Aboard the Mediumship, I want to share the message with you that there is a wealth of love and comfort available to you from the spirit world. On my podcast, you can experience this comfort and peace for yourself through gentle guided meditations and helpful messages. Make sure you subscribe and follow so you never miss an episode. Part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network.